This episode is produced with support from DBT Wellcome Trust India Alliance. There's an abundance of resources in nature, sometimes hidden away from plain sight. Renewable energy resources, however, are shrinking, as we know, and scientists constantly try to figure out if there are new sources to tap into. Uranium is one such element that is used to power nuclear energy. It is normally extracted by open surface mining in India or a process called in-situ leaching from the subsurface like in the US, Australia and Kazakhstan. Recently, Sujit Ghosh and his team from the Chemistry Department of Indian Institute of Science, Education and Research, Pune, made headlines by extracting a record amount of uranium from a relatively new source, from seawater. They made a haul of 28.2 milligram of uranium in 25 days using 1 gram of a new adsorbent material. They call this material an ionic microporous metal organic framework or MOF. Now countries around the world have been trying to make a breakthrough in uranium extraction from seawater. Sujit and his team have designed this uh, efficient material that has exceptional selectivity, it has a uh, record capacity, ultra-fast kinetics and a long service life to extract uranium from natural seawater quite affordably. In this episode of the Nature India podcast series called I am a scientist and this is where I work, join me Shubhra Priyadarshini as I take a deep dive into the depths of the ocean literally to understand this cutting-edge research. Now the workplace I'm going to describe to you today may not appear unconventional to you at first. Uh, What's unconventional about a chemistry lab you might ask? But the application of chemistry to potentially solve the world's energy crisis surely is offbeat. Keep listening as we hear from Sujit Ghosh about this new benchmark uranium adsorbent made in his humble chemistry lab. So we have here synthesized a material which can extract uranium in record amount compared to any other materials reported in the literature. But if you see that amount of uranium present in mines that can go for maybe next 100 years, okay? But if you need to think, what about after 100 years? Uranium in mines, that is going to finish and then fossil fuel, that is going to finish within next couple of decades or so. So that is our uh, importance of this research. Right, so seawater contains about three parts per billion of uranium. So there's an estimated minimum of uh, four billion tons of uranium in the world's seawaters. That makes it about 500 times the amount of uranium we get in land-based uranium ores. How have you taken it a step ahead, advanced it with this new material? Yeah, like people saw the potential of uranium in seawater in 1960. My lab started from 2009 here and uh, this is 
on material we are making it is called metal organic framework relatively new under material in fact this material development started only last two decades and took almost like one and one and a half year uh, to complete measurement so we got seawater from juhu beach in mumbai okay and then we checked all uh, this efficiency of uh, like uh, this material in our laboratory but we are really excited that uh, this material has real potential the compound which we have prepared in lab is very unique it can absorb uranium from ionized water as well as from natural sea water with the same rate we collected the natural sea water from the coastal area of arabian sea actually we three people went there to collect the water I, we went uh, there uh, in the middle of november and the weather was very uh, sunny and uh, approximately 40 gallons of water we have collected due to the huge amount of water we rented a car to go to pune in our laboratory we placed all the water in a brick drum filtered the compound uh, to remove all the dust and waste and then put our compound uh, and after 30 days we uh, measured the amount of uranium that was ritakshi mandal a phd student in sujit's lab so let's take our listeners into your lab and the action that takes place there so we can understand the journey of the seawater and how it finds its way into a chemistry lab to be broken down and then to reveal this massive energy potential in the chemistry laboratory you see come you see lot of bottles like you see acids different solvents those chemical see and then of course we have lot of instruments chemistry is like cooking okay now you just you mix many things and then cook something but then in this case since this is a small molecules we cannot see like exactly what we have made so now for that check that one we have big instruments students take those material go to the instrument room check there collect data and again come back to lab they sit in computer and then analyzes those data single crystal x ray diffractometer okay first and then we go to powder x ray diffractometer we check like porosity measurement bt surface area instruments we check like uh, tm measurement acm measurements similarly like many other instruments we use for this purpose okay let's say we do many measurements from iit bombay to also did some theoretical calculation with the help of some collaborator and then we did experiment in the laboratory for several months three parts per billion must be challenging to extract this ultra low concentration of uranium in this very high salinity of sea water that also has high abundance of interfering ions main problem is that when you install this material in the sea the actual hurdles will uh, come because see other than this chemicals there are microbes in uh, water the material it will uh, kind of cover this with biological species that how we can uh, those challenge also we can handle but main problem is that when you go to the real field if you want to use this material in the sea too it is possible the way until scientists have tried for this application so one way is we can make it like we can put it in fiber and in a long thread and we can dip it in sea for few months and then uranium will get collected there and then we can extract after few months and then uranium can be collected again and again okay that means we can reuse it that is one way another way we can do it like near sea we can pump lot of water and pass through this material and it can capture uranium from sea water 
I am very hopeful that this technology will work one day in real application. Then we can solve the problem of power by generating unlimited power using uranium as nuclear fuel from seawater. Also, there's oceanography, nuclear chemistry, there's hydrology, chemical engineering, and maybe more, all uh, working in close coordination. These are uh, our students from here and one collaborator who did the theoretical calculation from outside. But what we need actual help is for the engineering part. How to handle this large volume of water. Mm, can this material have any other application, say, to purify sources of water? So particularly in India, we saw that in groundwater contains a lot of uranium, much more than permissible level. Okay, so this is, uh, again, problem is that this is not like good for the health okay this is like pollutant and hazardous material because as you can see this is the although mild this is radioactive material so our motive this material will be useful also to capture this groundwater uranium from groundwater that if you can make this uh, like this material very efficient to like capture this uranium so it can also solve the problem of clean drinking water you can say I'm working from different fields. So as you know, that uh, problem is, uh, one is uh, this arsenic contaminated water, okay? Particularly, let's say, radioactive contaminants also, like selenium, this kind of pollutants, and many other pollutants, let's say mercury, cyanide. Right. So your students have been an integral part of your research work. For the young scientists, especially chemistry students, Listening to you right now, what's that one piece of advice you'd give on how to choose their research paths? So uh, I'd like to say that, okay, like it is important for students uh, to get exposed early to research uh, so that they know exact, at least get idea. So what is the importance of which research and they can even also guess that, okay, them is important is that try to enter in the research lab as early as possible just to get exposed. So that when you join for PhD or something, you know exactly choose what kind of research to do. What is your actual interest? And with uh, rising global energy demands and environmental concerns associated with fossil fuels, research in sustainable energy supply does seem like the research of the future where young minds can be invested. Sujit and his team's uranium recovery from natural seawater is at the cutting edge. If scaled up, this could offer a potential for nuclear energy supplies that can last centuries. So chemistry coming in to solve the world's energy crisis. That is interesting. If you liked what you heard, be sure to share this episode with friends and colleagues and check out our archives for more in both English and Hindi. This is Shubhra Priyadarshini signing off. I'll be back soon with another very interesting science workplace story. Keep listening to the Nature India podcast. This episode was produced with support from DBT Wellcome Trust India Alliance.